Welcome back to the Adventures of a Disney Dad podcast. My name is Matt Brandenburg, and I'm a dad of three and the founder of AdventuresofADisneyDad.com. I'm a travel agent with the Magic for Less Travel and your host. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Chip Robinson, soon to be dad of five. I think we're at like 33 or 34 weeks. Chip, how is the wife? How are you doing? Tell us all about it. I think we're we're like close to like 36, 35, 36 weeks. She's due in a little over a month. First week of January, we're doing well in the middle of the holidays. Ready? I mean, kids are getting ready. I've got one, one of my kids refuses. My kids are the opposite. They are putting every single thing possible on their list right now. So it is growing to say the least. (laughs) This week, we have a really fun episode planned. We are joined by a special guest, Jenny Moyer, founder of Taylor Joel. Founded in 2006, Taylor Joel is a kids clothing company that strives to inspire pretend play with creative and sensory friendly dresses and kids clothing. They have a ton of Disney inspired and Harry Potter licensed dresses and clothes for kids. They also have some stuff for adults. I personally have a Taylor Joel Woody t-shirt that I love (laughs) and they take creative imaginative play to a different level. It's a brand that our family absolutely loves, particularly for Disney and Universal Vacations. The dresses are really comfortable for the kids. They're machine washable. Great for long days in the theme parks. Jenny, that said, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we really appreciate it. So like just to jump right into it, yeah. I, I mentioned that Taylor Joel started in 2006. For those that aren't familiar, how did you get started with Taylor Joel? Yeah, well, I'm also... I'm a mom of five. So, hey, you're going to have the, <laughs> the five kid family. And I, you know, I did not go to school for design or anything like that. I actually, it was education and I taught high school, but I really wanted to be home with the kids. And I was thinking, how can I make money from home? And obviously, I had some babies. And I was thinking that was my one track mind. I'm all thinking all things baby stuff. And so we started off with crib bedding sets. And so, yeah, we, that was hard garage full of crib bedding. Cause they're, they're big. I bought 200 of a design we had made. And I think I, and you know, we didn't have a good website. I sold one a day on eBay. So about 200 days later. And then I learned from that. I'm like, I don't want to stock something so big. Maybe we'll do baby blankets and then, oh, maybe some socks and shoes and things like that. So it just sort of evolved into clothing. Mm-hmm. When did you do your first dress? Okay. I, it was probably a few years after that. This is a guess. So don't fact check me. <laughs> I would say probably around 2010 as a guest. Do you remember what it was? Yeah, we, it was a collection we did. It was called, actually, there could have been something we did before that, which is kind of dressy. We did remember, I don't know, maybe your wives would remember when petty skirts were big thing. Girls would wear like little body suits, suits and big petty skirts, or maybe your kids are too young and you didn't have kids when petty skirts were, but so we did that. And then, but our first actual, those we just kind of bought and sold. We picked colors, but our actual like design, it was a collection we called Peachy Keen. And it was like retro oranges and browns. And I was really excited about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. How did that evolve into where you are now with Disney inspired dresses and um, the Harry Potter license? So it's, was a rocky road. It was I mean, we weren't, we weren't killing it. We were doing okay, but I think too, we, you know, we didn't have, we weren't in a great place financially. And so I was treating myself like the ideal customer and I wouldn't have bought anything full price. It had to be like old Navy's 50% off sale and things like that. So I started with this model of, put it on sale, put it on sale. And we, it needs to be cheap. What would I buy? And that wasn't a, a great approach. So it, it's been a rocky road. We were trying to figure it out. We had years where it was really high and my husband was like, quit his job and let's do this together. And then it's like, oh no, hun, go, go back to work. And then one, 
as we were thinking, and I don't remember the exact thought, but we're like, let's do dresses inspired by princesses because it solves a problem. That's what we were missing. We were just doing cute clothes, but we didn't have a problem to solve. You can get cute clothes for cheaper than we were selling it at. So as soon as we solved a problem, and that problem was comfortable dress up clothes, but also, and we've kind of steered a little bit more away from that, but in the beginning, it was very subtle. So it's like, hey, she can wear this to to school. She can put that on at Target. Not that, hey, my kids wore full on dress up to Target, but they could wear this to church anywhere they're going, It, but still feel like, oh, I'm Rapunzel, you know, and, and still feel that. So that was a, a problem I believe we solved that they could live comfortably in this dress up and and then it kind of evolved from that and then we did some more obvious designs down the road to where you know maybe it depends on the parents who want to send their kids in what dress i probably would but yeah so <laughs> kind of how it evolved <laughs> yeah it's it's amazing because it it really is the problem that was solved for our family it, you know a lot of the dresses that you want to buy for kids for creative play or dress up are a little too much to be able to wear out in public. And we had a daughter that she wanted to put them on and sing and dance all the time. And, (laughs) you know, it just makes it a little bit easier because it's something that you can throw in the wash and things like that. So it's something that we love, but the theme parks in particular, and, and a lot of our listeners are focused on Disney vacation planning and things like that, where it's unique is a lot of those bigger bulkier dresses, kind of like the ones you can get at Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. They're not, they're not something that are durable enough to be able to keep on all day and wear multiple days or or things like that. Yeah. They're hot. So I think this kind of solves that problem too. Awesome. Yeah. We're, we're excited to, I mean, and we are like starting Lux lines that might be a little heavier for, for Disney, but we won't sacrifice the the comfort, you know? So yeah, Mm -hmm. depending on, but yeah, our, we want to stay true to our original ones too of, Hey, these are, Fairly lightweight, easy to wear and run and jump and play in. Yeah. I will, so, I'll say this. So, so I have a, uh, I'm a teacher as well. So oh, um, very cool. A, a lady two doors down from me, I I followed you on Instagram and I saw that she was followed and I asked her, I said, tell me a little bit about this. I said, I, cause I'm not, I'm not the fashion <laughs> one. My, that's my wife. She buys all everything. And, <laughs> uh, my kids are getting some Taylor Joel stuff for Christmas. So, oh. and she's, I asked her, I was like, tell me about it. And she's like, my daughter goes through them like they're play clothes. And she, she said for Halloween, she was four or five different characters. Oh, she said, I bought 20 nice. dresses. She loves it. So uh-huh. it's, it's phenomenal like that. I love the idea of, cause we're, we're summer. We go to the parks in the summer. Mm-hmm. So I love the idea of getting my daughter's dresses. So oh, thanks. Yeah. One thing I wasn't like planning for and expecting, but it's kind of neat that a lot of customers collect the dresses because they resell really well. So they will own, some of them are like, I just bought my 32nd dress. And I'm like, or, or some have enough to wear, like where their daughter wouldn't have to trade a style for like months. And I, I was, wow, I didn't realize some people were were collecting them. And I thought that was fun. Kind of like people collect lounge fly backpacks and things like that. So that was exciting. It's a very cool community that you've built for sure. And and there is a buyback program that you guys have. I've never looked at like the resale value because my daughter still wears all of her. So <laughs> we've never been in that position, but I did know that you guys have a buyback program that they can essentially sell it back to you within a year for a credit towards another dress, which I think is pretty cool. What, when it comes, I'm also a lawyer, so I nerd out about this kind of oh, stuff. Very cool. And so I, I've got to ask, what was the process like in acquiring a Harry Potter license? And separate from that, do you want to, or is there a goal to do Disney licensed stuff in the future, or are you going to stick more towards Disney inspired? Okay. Yeah. So Harry Potter kind of fell in our laps and half of me is like, whew, like we got this email from Warner brothers and we had a wizard dress on the site and got this email and I kind of like tensed up, like we try and make it safe, but I'm always, you know, like a little nervous. And the email was just them reaching out, asking if we wanted to be licensed. So they found wow. us based on hashtags on Instagram 
and they have been such a blast to work with. We just love our contacts there and they're just wonderful. So that one thing I wish happened, like Universal and Warner Brothers, even though Universal Studios or the parks, they aren't associated with the Warner Brothers licensing. So I'm like, you know, I would love to do photo shoots at the parks and all these things, but there's certain guys, they're, they're separate. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Yeah. But, and then as far as Disney, I don't know how much I can say on this, but we're in the process. We've signing contracts and getting factories checked for, yeah, making sure they're compliant with everything. So we are in the final stages of a, a Disney license. Exciting. And, and again, just for for all those reasons you pointed out, I, I nerd out about that stuff just because it is an interesting area of things, but it's also just from the travel agent side of things. I also know that it's, they're incredibly difficult licenses to get. And I think it says a lot about your brand that you're in that process. And it's really exciting that you guys are taking that next step, especially with Disney. So congratulations. on that. We're we're very excited, very nervous, all the feelings there. Yeah. (laughs) Elizabeth K submitted a question and said, how do you get the inspiration behind your designs for your shirts and dresses? Yeah. I, so I'm not the only one that will design Savannah on our staff also does the designing and she has great ideas. So how do we get inspiration? Pretty much it's, it's easy with Disney because you just look at the movies, you look at the rides, you like, I almost always come back from a Disney trip with a new dress design. Like I saw a little girl dressed as a pirate. And I'm like, the pirate design, Pirates of the Caribbean, let's do this. Or, you know, I saw women in cute um, Halloween candy corn dresses. And I'm like, yeah, we should do a kid's kind of candy corn vibe. And so just from, you know, stepping off, I really, if we get licensed, I'd love to do like the Mickey snowman and gingerbread because they're, so just being there and seeing the things that catch my eye, get my, you know, wheels turning. So to that end, how often do you go to Disney? We go, well, we are first time pass holders as of, you know, maybe six months ago. So we try and go when the first day something changes pretty to get content for our business. We're trying to do a YouTube channel and tell me that is hard, but I'm like, I'm determined. (laughs) We need to get content. We're going to figure this out. But so to get, you know, content of the cute new things they have up, that's fun. So we, I'm guessing we will probably end up this year going maybe like six times or so. Yeah. Possibly more. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's a really easy from Provo to California. It's a like one and a half hour flight in the airports in our city. And it's just like, we leave in the morning, we're there right after breakfast. So it's an easy, yeah, way to get there. And so you are Disneyland pass holders. How often do you go to Walt Disney World? Rarely. And in fact, my husband does not like the heat. And so I'm a Disney World person. I love it and all the things. And especially like the resorts they have there with the fancy pools and all that. But my husband likes Disneyland way, way more. So interesting. And it's a lot cheaper to get to and convenient for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be four plus hours probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we usually have to change a plane. Yeah. So it's a long day to to get there. So So. when you go through the process and say you've, you've got a design, Asha from Wish was one that you guys did recently. You come up, the new movie's coming out, you get this idea, you design it. What's the process like between that point where you first see it and getting it to market? What does that look like? This is not the norm. We are very blessed with an amazing factory and our contact tact at that factory just gets me. She like, I could probably have my son with a crayon sketch out a dress and she would just make it happen. So that's (laughs) not reality, but that's just the fortunate situation I'm in with this amazing factory. So we, I am not a designer. I will sketch on the iPad, but Savannah is fabulous and she knows all the design programs and she'll, but we don't have to, when I, for a while we were producing uh, some dresses in our actual city and I was like, felt like I had just been spoiled because, oh, I have to go purchase the fabrics. Oh, you need me to purchase elastic and zippers 
and have a pattern designer grade each size and right like we we have it <laughs> pretty made and easy for the time being with our factory. So essentially you can send the design off we to your factory. Pretty much I could draw out a dress with colored pencils and take a picture of it and she would, you know, I mean she sends me I have tons tons of swatch books and all sorts of things. And we'll find like a trim online that we like and say, could you find a trim in your market that looks like this? But it's really unprofessional, our process and system, but we're just spoiled with this person that can do all the legwork for us. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. once you get those designs back and you've got the, either the first sample or you're essentially ready to go, what does it look like getting it to market? What, what is your social media team and yeah. all that behind the scenes stuff like? Yeah. Um, one thing we're also spoiled in is timing. Before we found this factory, it would be, okay, we place a, we wait, we place a deposit. Then, I mean, our design had to be so great because I they've ordered the fabric and then we get our sample and it's like anxiety. Hope this mm -hmm. is what I visualized. And then it's months to get the book to us. But our current factory right now is fast, so we can, and we've got a pre-order model set up. So I potentially, if we're in a good flow with our factory, I could probably design a dress today and be ready to sell it next month. But it would have to go very smoothly, but yeah, it's, it's a matter of, yeah. So she can be really, really fast. Our contact there at getting things executed. So we're, we're spoiled with that, but we've got fabulous marketing team. Our team, there's 26 of us, including my husband and I, my husband works full-time for us as well. He quit his Amazon job and, and he, I am not a good manager of people. I'm awful. And I hate to correct people or I can't, you know, I would be too scared to fire some, you know, I, I just can't. So I don't handle people. My husband is fabulous at, at it and they've got a wonderful warehouse team set up with what is there? Three, maybe four people on marketing. And then, you know, we've got an in-house photographer there and shippers and we've got a good setup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you still have your family involved? Because I, I think I read online that like mm -hmm. your mom was involved. She's got 18 grandkids or something. <laughs> yes. Daughter, so, daughter, daughter's involved and everything. Yeah, I was it, reading that too. <laughs> it's so fun. My, my mom, when we need a surface pattern, she is a grandma pattern designer and she's, she's doing pretty well, really well for herself. She's great. And so we'll use her to do anything that needs a print, a, a fabric pattern. My husband and I work, and then all my kids, except for my youngest, Cohen, who's 10, come and work for Taylor Jewel. I have Cooper's our tech guy. He's great at Shopify and apps, and, and he's such a whiz with that stuff. And I have in this, my 15-year-old, if you could, if these customers could know who they're communicating with on customer service, one of those is my 15-year-old son. And I'm like, oh, this is scary. Like, like, you know, use AI a little bit in that email, making it sound professional. And then we've got Taylor. She dabbles in some designs and she's in operations and also works with our storefront and, and Bauer, he's 13 and just started shipping about a month ago. So yeah, Very and cool. it's just awesome. like five minutes away. So they'll take their electric scooter or whatever to work. And, and so we love it. We love having everybody part of the process. It's a very fun family business for sure. Yeah. What, what are some of your favorite collections that you guys have done in the past? Yeah. Okay. It was really fun. This isn't like a best-selling collection or anything, but it was really fun to do the Taylor Swift inspired eras dresses because <laughs> we're Swifties. Taylor and I saw her in concert and it was just, I love things that create community and people going to these Taylor Swift concerts. It's like, okay, what era are you going to dress in? And what are you, let's have friendship bracelets. Like there was so much to it than just attending a concert. I noticed that with the Barbie movie too, like whoever did the marketing for that genius, everybody wore pink to the movie. Everybody's doing different real audios and trends. And so things that you can really, 
you know, get a big community excited about. And so Taylor Swift was fun because of all the things you could do with that. But I'm, yeah, favorite collection. And we're just starting to do more cohesive collections. Usually it's just kind of random dresses. I really well, like- you can give a favorite dress too. Yeah. The ones we launched for Black Friday that are a little more luxe, those might be my new favorite. They're high-waisted, really full. <laughs> They're probably one of the heavier ones, but I really love how those turned out. Love how they look. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, mine might have been the one that came out for Cyber Monday, the white one. Oh, really? I, I, I think that I, I was telling my wife, I think that might be my favorite one that I've seen. Oh, and it's got to help. It's got to help that you guys have that experience with your manufacturer when stuff comes up like the Taylor Swift thing, because you can turn around something yeah. really, really fast. Yeah. We saw like Wednesday Adams on Netflix and her doing the viral dance. And we're like, we got to get that dress, like do something like that. So kids can learn that dance. And yeah. So that is really nice having her be able to do things quick. Yeah. That, that's, I feel like that's right up. Right I'm up not going to lie. The, the bluey hoodie for an adult might be purchased by <laughs> really? this. Like, I'm it. looking at I'm, I'm like, this is up my alley. I love it. <laughs> we, awesome. we went to the Halloween party and, and my daughter had the choice of, cause we were doing a toy story theme. So I wore the Woody Taylor Joel t-shirt and my two son, youngest sons, both dressed as buzz. And <laughs> Haley had the choice of being buzz like her brothers. Cause you guys have a buzz Lightyear dress, which is really cute. Buzz Lightyear inspired. And then there's also a Bo Peep one, and I was disappointed she chose Bo Peep. Not not that it's not a great dress, but I wanted I wanted them to all be Buzz Lightyear. Uh, Buzz. The adult Buzz. stuff is fun too, and I love Toy uh, Story theme. Yeah, that's the cute. That's the cutest collection. Anything Toy Story is so cute. Like, yeah. and we're limited a little bit with licensing. Like, I so badly want to have like a Slinky Dog, but you need to use that Slinky Dog print so if we get licensed that'll be the first thing like let's yes. use all those toy story graphics <laughs> the one thing that i hope to see and, and this was something i was going to actually ask you about but it kind of fits in there uh, a little bit later and maybe it's with the licensing is is parks inspired stuff i think would be a huge mm -hmm. hit especially for people that are going on vacation like you mentioned yeah. the pirates of the caribbean inspired or yeah. you know a tron inspired dress yes. or something like that matterhorn uh yeah, yeah. And, and so many like I know you guys are Disneyland folks, but even resort inspired stuff. Oh, good or idea. Walt Disney World. Uh -huh. There's just so many options, which I find I find to be interesting. And more people are uh, cruising now with the Wish cruises. So to do a, it's on our list to try a, a cruise line. You know, outfits. Have you guys? Chip, been chips are cruise. cruise. Chips are cruise guy. <laughs> I love the cruise. I, I we I, have never. I went on. A Disney cruise when I was 15 called the Big Red Boat. Oh, and that's yeah. the last time I've cruised. I've never been on. I want to, but we haven't done it yet. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> worth it. It's, it's worth it. We we're we, It was just my wife and I we went this past year. But as soon as we got on the boat, she's like, I wish our kids were here. Oh, did you? The, what cruise did you do? We did the dream out of Miami for four nights. So Nice. Okay. We need to while our kids are still <laughs> hanging around. I, I book a lot of them as a travel agent. I book a lot of them, but I, I can't, my wife and I are not cruise folks. <laughs> I think sometimes yeah. you got to be a different breed to get on a boat. Chip's working on me uh -huh. <laughs> um, because they, they love them so much, but we will stick to the Disney Cause I'm an all-inclusive person. I love that. Why can't they do like a Disney all-inclusive resort? Like, well, Alani, I mean, well, Alani's not all. Yeah. Like, it, I think they're with the dining plan that they're coming back with in 2024. I think they're getting closer, particularly at Walt Disney World. But I, I, I agree with you. It's restaurants that are. Yeah. So you have like the cruise features, but you're just on land the whole time. That would be <laughs> ideal for me. That That's for sure. So I, I, how you talk, you go about six times a year and your kids are a little bit older now when it comes to Disney and Universal Parks. What are some of your favorite memories with you and your kids when you guys go? Yeah. So we actually haven't been to Universal in a long time and recently. And it's funny because Universal is probably my favorite because I'm not a big thrill ride person. I like more like, you know, oh, this is a cool, you know, in, I, I don't like the make you sick, crazy rides. <laughs> but yeah, we haven't been to Universal in a while. And now that we have our pass to Disney, I'm like, oh, shoot. So maybe when that runs out, we'll will be more into universal. 
Um, but memories, I mean, one of my favorite vacations as a child was when we stayed at the beach club resort in Florida. I just, that was the best place. I just, it was like just taking the, the ferry ride over to the parks with my, you know, teenage brother and going, hitting a few rides, coming back and swimming. I loved that. And then as far as my kids, our favorite memory, we went to Disney World this year. It was several months back with my parents. And that was a lot of fun. And we went to, and I wish they had this at Disneyland. The, I can't remember the exact name. The, is it the Laugh Factory with Monsters, mm-hmm. Inc.? Monsters, Inc. Laugh Factory. That was so entertaining. And husband and my dad were wearing their monster shirts and they got picked on the whole time. And it was the kids just were like cry laughing at the things they were saying and showing my dad on the big screen. And that was fun. And another memory that this dates me, how old I am. Have you ever heard of, this is when I was a kid, Alien Encounters? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. guys know? Okay. Yeah. Probably my best Disney memory. And some people will say it's their worst. I've talked to people on Instagram who had nightmares for a long time after that. <laughs> but that was the best experience. I, I don't ever. I never got to experience it. I'm I'm only familiar with it just because we're so entrenched in in Disney stuff. Disney, yeah. So but I, I definitely wish that I would have gotten an opportunity to do it. That's for sure. I, I sat outside while my brothers wrote it. <laughs> it was so scary. And I'm wondering if people nowadays with all the horror stuff would be as scared, but it was scary and I loved it. <laughs> well, it's kind of awesome. crazy you say that because wasn't it right next to um, where Monster Zeke is now? Oh, uh, it's the old Stitch, yeah. old Might Stitch be. Great Escape. Yeah. I guess just that area. Just <laughs> there you go. When it comes to your moments in the parks, have you ever, and I feel like I saw this on your social media once, but I'm curious. Have you guys ever been at Disneyland or Disney World and seen your dresses in the parks? Oh, yeah, that's all the time and it's And how does that how does that feel? It's awesome. We like and each time we go we start seeing a little more and so it's fun to see as we grow more and more dresses. And then it's hit or miss some days I'll see like you know 30 dresses around and other days it's maybe just like 5 or 6 but it's fun. And I always bring a stack of gift cards with me that if I um, see someone in the dress, I'll go up and I get shy. So my kids this last time were giving me a hard time. And my husband, they're like, why won't you go up to them? Like, because I have the gift card, but I don't know. I like it when they can recognize me and come up and I'm like, here you go. <laughs> but it's embarrassing sometimes to go up and be like, oh, Tana Joel. Yeah. So it's fun but I got a little shy this last time. There were a lot I spotted that I'm like, I don't know. Or, you know, and it was a lot easier if I saw mom for some reason with the kid, when I saw like a dad, sorry, <laughs> dads, <laughs> do I, do I, he, he won't know who I am. You know, the moms are the yeah. shoppers. And, but I, you know, I did go up to a few dads this past trip and, and it was fun. Do you, you ever see any like old dresses that you guys may not sell anymore? And you're like, Oh, we need to bring that back. Oh, yeah. I haven't noticed it. I mean, I've seen discontinued styles, but they've all been in the past couple of years. Yeah. yeah. But hopefully as time goes by, I'll start seeing more of the, because they hold yeah. up really well. So hopefully sure. they'll get lots of use out of them. Is that, does it kind of trigger, you know, a, a flashback to kind of all you've been through in your entrepreneurial journey to to be able to say like, you know, we started making crib bedding. Yeah, through, I can't tell you how many times several years ago I Googled how to sell your business. Like oh, it goodness. was so hard being an entrepreneur. I finally, we were struck because it's anxiety. Like if you're not doing well, it's like, can we make our, our mortgage payment? Can we, you know, because when, you know, the husband quits his job and you're all in that type of stress when you have bad months, I finally to ease some of the burden, started teaching English to Chinese kids. And I would wake up at four in the morning and get on my little Zoom call like this and just anything to hustle and pay the bill. So it was exhausting. I felt like I was kept working so hard just to like lose money. 
you know, like, mm-hmm. so it, it, we've been through some rocky, frustrating times, but as soon as we found the problem to solve, it hasn't been a struggle since ever since we started doing the princess inspired things, then it kind of skyrocketed. And, and doesn't it just, I, I guess, how, do, how could you describe that feeling to go from that yeah, because you we seeing your dresses in the park. <laughs> it's and, it's you know, awesome. Yeah, it's it's really exciting. I yeah, it's it probably still doesn't feel real, but it's it's exciting. We it never gets old to spot him at the parks. It's exciting. How how have you balanced kind of that life of being an entrepreneur and kind of all the things that you've been through with being a mom to five kids? You've got four boys and, and one daughter. Mm-hmm. Your daughter's your oldest, yeah. right? Uh-huh. How do you balance yeah. it all? I don't do a great job, honestly, in balancing it all. I've kind of gotten better, but I think if I could go back, I'd do things differently. I feel like I'm not an absent mom where I'm gone at the office. I'm working from home. I am don't lose my patience with my kids. I'm very kind to them, but I think I get so tempted to multitask. So I'm on my phone responding to Instagram DMs while Cohen's asking me a question. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm like, I have no clue what he just said. And so it's really hard to like, I don't, I rarely just sit down and will watch a movie. I'm like, I should be doing something at the same time. I'm a fabulous multitasker, but I don't think I even want to be. I'd love to just train my brain and be disciplined to be present in the moment. And I think that's where it's been hard when you're, you take your work home, but then there's also, you're an entrepreneur. Oh, the more I work, the more money I'm going to make. And the more, you know, all this stuff is like in your mind, you're like, Oh, I should be, I could be designing a dress while I'm, you know, watching this program with Cohen and, and, and that gets hard. And I'm, I'm not proud of that. Uh, So I'm learning what I would do and recommend differently, but I, I haven't done a great job. One thing that does help though, is to get the kids excited about the business and involved. So um, my boys have actually designed some dress elements for me. I'm like, oh, they're really good on Procreate on the iPad. We need a daisy to be embroidered on this collar. Will you design the perfect (laughs) daisy? And so to get them working with us gets them interested. And so we're doing something together at least. Yeah. I joke with my wife that like when you work from home, you live at work. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that can be a blessing and a curse at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So I, I, I know exactly how you feel. And obviously an entrepreneur on a different front, but mm-hmm. still the same. It, it can be frustrating for sure. Yeah. But it's awesome that you guys are able to get your kids involved in, in different things like that. Thank you. So what's next for Taylor Joel in 2024? Um. We are trying to do more aspects. So one thing, and I can't take credit for this, obviously I care about the environment, but my husband is pushing really hard to find ways we can reduce packaging. They've even tried like building their own mailers with, and we'll test it, mail some to us and it's like falling apart. We're like, shoot, but we're doing more compostable bags and finding ways they're trying to find labels that can biodegrade better. So that's been a big push is to try and get be better for the planet. It's tough when you got to stack a bunch of dresses on a shelf, you need a (laughs) bag around it, but it's like, Oh, all that plastic. And so we're, we're brainstorming ways. We want to try sweaters. It'll be a lot easier if we're licensed to be able to do like a sweater print to wear around the holidays And then we just want to keep, you know, we give ourselves goals. We want to grow 30% next year. And so that means more designs. So we'll have to have bigger collections and, and things as we approach that year, but, but we're really excited and YouTube that'll be, we're going to focus on figuring out how to be a good YouTube. (laughs) That's what you got your kids for. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Building on that a little bit, like I've noticed you're involved in your social media for your business, which is both interesting and I'm sure stressful. How do you, who else is involved in kind of your social media team? And yeah, we've got a great how do you, how do you team help that out? and they handle most of the DMS. And so 
I'll jump on on the weekends and evenings. And sometimes throughout the day, if I'm not doing anything, I'll pick up my phone and respond. And they're great at content creating. So I could be totally absent from that if I wanted to, but I, I haven't wanted to. I wanted to still be involved in that. And I that's my passion over design, over everything was always like, you know, in high school, even I just loved marketing and, and use thinking of creative ideas. And so that one's hard for me to let go of. And then we kind of have approached for, you know, always, I don't know why I do this, but then it's hard to, it's almost like I not a business account because then it gets cold when it's just photos and this. So I've shared a lot of my personal life. So it's like, influencer style mixed with business and it's worked. Mm -hmm. And then I'm afraid to, cause we've built up and seen success with that, that I'm like, I'm afraid to just totally exit that. I'm wondering, I don't know. I, maybe I'm like being too cocky. Like it needs me in the, I'm sure they would do great without me, but that's been hard to, to let go of. I think it does humanize your brand for sure. I mean, I, I think that's one thing that I've noticed and I think is great about following you guys on social media is that you do have that human element and it's not cold. But when it comes to like the future of your content creation with YouTube and I, I know licensing, you'd love to do things in the parks and that can be complicated. But like, where do you see the future of your marketing going? And I, I guess that takes me back to another question that I really want to ask is, you know, you guys had a lot of these struggles that you've talked about in this interview and overcome a lot of them. Is there a specific point that you point to with either a specific product or or marketing effort that really kind of took things into a different level for you guys? Or was it more of the day-to-day -day grind, getting better a little bit yeah. each day kind of thing? Usually, I would say mostly day-to-day -day grind and building a community. For a long time, I haven't looked at data recently. I think it's not the case as much anymore. But we would have like over a hundred thousand followers there on Instagram and maybe a 10,000 follower group on a Facebook group and more sales were coming from that Facebook group of loyal customers than are big. So cultivating a community has been a great, great thing for us just continuing to, and I can't take credit for that. We have fabulous. I, in fact, I don't even get on Facebook as much as I'd like to, but we really have a wonderful community there and they're really helpful with design advice and, you know, like giving us direction and they're really kind and wonderful. And then another big like pivot was when we, we for a while hired a Facebook ad agency and that took us to a next level. That's actually when I went from just my husband and I, and I'm like, I need an, an assistant, an employee, you know, cause we had our, our goods being shipped at a fulfillment center. We didn't need that, but I needed someone else to help me. And since then my husband, our Facebook page got hacked and some guy, my, my son was, he likes the VR and on my husband's account clicked on some discord link and some guy took complete over my husband's account, which was attached to our, his personal page, which was attached to our Facebook page. I think they ranked up $20,000 in random ads that led to some sunglass page. And it's been since July. We still don't have, I had to just start a new random so we could start doing ads again. So we have been no Facebook ads. And I started my first one very small like a, a few weeks ago on this wow. new page. So we've been without ads and we still, I don't know what more we need to do Facebook to prove that we are not this person, you know, who's That's taken terrible. over my husband's account and our ads account and locked us out, changed the emails and the, so everybody listening, you must do two-factor authentication. <laughs> that would have prevented yeah. everything. Yikes. Yikes. That, that, that stinks. <laughs> did, did, did you, when it's, when you talk about the community that you guys have built, like my, my wife's in your insiders Facebook group, which I think is part of what you're referring to, like mm -hmm. the smaller community, was that intentional when it very, like when you first started building a community around your business, 
Was that intentional or was that organic or how did that kind of get rolling? A little of both. I really wanted a Facebook group. And I had seen other brands have big success with Facebook groups and grow from there. And so I wanted that. And I was on it all the time. And since we've grown, we have a dedicated employee that's strictly Facebook group. And so she's so good that a lot of times I, I don't even think about it, which I is not, I want to be a part of there. Those are our loyal best customers. And so I want to engage more in that group and it reminds, cause, cause they're fabulous. So we worked really hard in the beginning, building that community. And then it's just kind of organically grown. That's pretty awesome. So long-term, and this will be the last question before we jump into kind of some rapid fire fun stuff with you, <laughs> but long-term, what, where do you see Taylor, what Taylor Joel five to 10 years from now, or is that something where you're, you're so stuck in, in the moment you haven't had a chance to to breathe yeah, and think about it. My husband's those. much better at long-term vision than I am. <laughs> um, but if it weren't for him, we'd probably still do like one dress a month release. You know, I like kept us in this little, and he's like, no, we need to grow. But yeah, I mean, I would love, shout out to my daughter who she's in college and she doesn't want to do any sort of studies that involve anything to do with our business. But like, I would love her to work with me and be just as much of a part of things. But obviously, you know, you see in the movies when the dad or mom pushes the family business on. So I'm hoping she'll come around and Taylor and I can work <laughs> together. Like I work with my mom. It's a lot of fun. But yeah, I I mean, Kate, bucket, dream, goal. My husband and I have always said, and I don't know, actually, I should, I don't want to, I should say this is going to happen. Um, Got to manifest it. Yeah, manifest it that we will be in Disney stores. I love it. I love it. That is awesome. Yeah. And that, I think that's a great goal and something I, I know I'd love to see for you guys for sure. But let, let's jump into... We like to do little fun things with guests when they're on the show, obviously, because it's a Disney and Universal vacation planning show. They're they're all going to be Disney related questions. It's going to okay. be rapid I hope fire. This isn't trivia because I'm very not high. trivia, okay. not, not trivia. trivia. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't put <laughs> you through that. It's, it's going to be favorites okay. mostly. So they won't so, think I'm a fraud here. Good. No, no, no fraudulent, <laughs> no fraudulent Taylor Joel <laughs> Disney fan. And again, you're creating Disney products, so there's there's nothing fraudulent about that. Well. <laughs> We'll keep it easy for you though. And and since you are more of a Disneyland family, you can answer Disneyland or Walt Disney World or Universal Hollywood or Universal Florida. We'll let you have kind of your reign of what you want to answer. <laughs> nice. Okay? okay. So first one, what is your all-time favorite ride at any Disney or Universal park and why? Okay. I probably would say Soarin' Over California just because it's – uh, interesting experience. I wish I could go with anybody on their first time in that, especially a little kid who really thinks they're flying because it's just so realistic. I want, if anybody has kids going for the first time, just invite me along and I want to watch <laughs> that kid the whole time. I think that's a cool. They, they just brought that back to Disney in Florida for a limited time. And the oh, line like, the, I didn't know that. Yeah. The, they had switched, they switched the overlay. Right. And so it wasn't over California. But oh. they brought it back in the line. I think the first day was like two hours. Oh, and I was like, I, I can't wait two hours for Soren. <laughs> yeah. I don't care I'm what video they're showing me. <laughs> yeah, no, not not for me. Chip, you got number two, bud. Yeah. Which restaurant in Disney or Universal Parks do you absolutely have to visit every time you go? Hmm. This is gonna make people mad, but we are always like a Jamba Juice downtown Disney because it's like we get a little bit of nutrition in and we do that, but I always like, let me see. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody in advance. I like <laughs> Starbucks and Jamba Juice and those aren't That's fair. Disney specific. Are there, are there any Disney specific, like when you're in the parks, like yeah. a, a park food that you like uh -huh. that really sticks out to you? Yeah, there's, and I'm going to botch the name. What's the, is shawarma, the, the Marvel one. What do you call the name? Uh, it's the shawarma. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian, so they do a good like beyond, you know, version. And I love, I love anything that has like a good pita wrap with some yeah. spicy peppers and sauce in there. So I love that. Yeah. Nice. There we go. That'll <laughs> that'll get it. What do you think is a lesser known attraction or spot in Disney? And I guess you could have 
used your first answer of Soren for this. A lesser known attraction or spot in Disney or Universal Parks that everyone should know about. Hmm. So known that everyone should know about. Um, yeah, I'm going to go back to that laugh factory because I that was not on my radar. And one of Instagram DMs said, do this. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I hadn't done it. And that was the best. Also, I'm sad this isn't in California anymore. But so it had been years since I've seen it. And I saw it again. And I'm like, this is genius. The Bugs Life 3D movie. Like there's never a huge wait. And that is so i mean it can scare little kids but i just think it was so funny and smart scares, and the scares way they, me yeah <laughs> i love that one i think laugh factory is actually a really good hidden gem especially yeah, at disney world California. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i, I think that that's a that's a great choice all right if you could stay at any disney or universal resort without worrying about the cost which one would it be and why I think Beach Club because it's nostalgic. I just, I don't know. Maybe it's not even cool anymore and it's one of the lesser ones. I don't know. But in my mind, when I stayed there as a teenager, it was so fun and amazing. So, well, I love Beach Club. Awesome. Okay. I was so gonna say, it's, still, ho- it's still good. <laughs> I'm hoping to book it tomorrow for my DVC point. Oh, so. <laughs> I hope so. Yay. Fun. Yeah, I picked that over Grand Floridian. We stayed there fairly recently and I'm like, I like the beach club. Yeah. The big That's place. awesome. So and you went, you went to Disney world this past year and stayed at the grand Floridian. We stayed there maybe two years ago this past year. We just did a close by Marriott that we would walk to. Gotcha. Gotcha. When you, uh, when you guys went earlier this year, like which parks did you guys do and mm-hmm. kind of what was your, what was your favorite part of your vacation? When we went uh, to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we hit all the parks and I would probably say, oh, the Hollywood Studios is my favorite. I loved that. That's where I first discovered the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, which is now at Disneyland. But I was like, this is the cutest ride ever. I loved doing that one. That was so fun. And then least favorite and most favorite was we did Epcot this last trip and I like and my parents were with us and they were kind of miserable and hot. And we were going through where it's so crowded and we have to like eat standing up. Cause there's no, they're like this sex. And then we went to like some other side. I'm not super familiar with Epcot, but I wear kind of the, no, the new ride. Is it a guardians of the galaxy ride? Yeah. I get motion sickness. So I waited outside and my family loved it, but I'm like, that area was so much better and more space. And I'm like, oh, we could have sat there and ate and this looks like good food. And so I want to go back because now I would appreciate Epcot more than just doing the the country crowds. <laughs> well, well, the walls are coming down, starting to come down too. So that'll be, it'll open good, up a little good. bit more too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it comes to like your kids or your, even your team, just because I know that this is how I would be, do they ever come to you and they say, we need to go just because we need inspiration we need to be in the parks and get inspired. Do you ever hear any of that from your team or your kids? My So my goal is to take team members. I'm hoping we need to set some like goal. And if we reach that goal, we're going to take you guys and we'll get maybe even custom Taylor Joel shirts made go. or something. Oh, that's awesome. So that's a goal to at least take the management level and I'll go with families. You need it for the YouTube channel. That's that's 100%. the plus. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you got to shoot the content yeah. for our five viewers. Yeah, <laughs> but my kids are kind of spoiled. They're like some of them sit it out when we go now because it's so familiar to them, and they were just there a couple months ago, so they don't get super excited like they used to, which is, you know, I'm and like, their teens live in their lives but, too, right? But it, yeah. I'm so, sure that's part of it. Mm-hmm, yeah. So they're not pressing to go and, and get ideas, but I'm sure our team would, some of them haven't been, and it's almost kind of funny because Savannah hasn't been to Disney since I think she was a kid and she edits a lot of my videos and she'll do voiceover as if it's her talking 
on one of the videos and she gets it totally wrong. She's like, here at California Adventure. I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, no. Like, she'll she'll <laughs> she'll get it wrong. I'm like, we need to get Savannah to Disney and let her see it because, yeah, we, we definitely feel like a fraud. <laughs> I'll tell you, for your kids, you need to take them on the cruise. That would change okay. everything. Okay. And do you think for teenagers, because most of them now are teen, all of them but one are teens. Oh, so they would... we, my wife and I, we went through every room, like of the little mm -hmm. kids all the way up, and it was awesome. And there's okay. stuff to do all the time. Yeah. Well, Cohen has been saying, he told me for the first time a few days ago, going on a cruise would be my dream. And I'm like, I've never heard you say that ever. And he's like, yeah, since I was like seven, I've always wanted to go on a cruise. And so my oh. husband's like, we need to get him on a cruise. Yeah. He so, spoke to I, me. I'm, I'm talking it into existence. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I, I would say that like, for me personally, that's kind of what I see more is as kids get older, they start to transition to universal and to cruises. Mm -hmm. And I, I think part of that is parents comfortability with their kids being on a cruise. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you have a balcony and having little kids, Regardless of how safe it is, it gives a little anxiety, I think. To for always any be watching and know where they are is exhausting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so like when you've got, there's different, you know, kids areas for mm -hmm. every different age level yeah. and you feel more comfortable letting them explore the ship and make friends mm -hmm. and go kind of do their own thing. Like on the one hand, you know, they're not leaving the boat. Yeah. So they can't go too far. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, like you don't have to sit and keep an eye on them all the time. Yeah. Like you would. As long as we kids. get them for family dinner, we're good. Go have your fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you get that all inclusive aspect yeah. that you, that you mentioned. Yeah, so we, we love all inclusives. We're, we're Jenny, over Christmas. Jenny, thank you so much for yeah, being on the show. We really appreciate it. And so just to kind of let people know for anybody that's not familiar, that maybe one of our listeners TaylorJoel.com is one of the best places to shop to buy your products. Where else can people find you on social media? Instagram is where we're most active. So yeah, check us out on Instagram or join our Facebook group. We've got two groups, one for just anyone and one specific for if you've made a purchase. That's the Taylor Joel Insiders group to get some added inside information and discounts. But also what's called Taylor Joel Love is a great community too. Wonderful. Thank you again. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. If you have any comments or questions, don't hesitate to reach out to any of us on social media or via email. I can be found at, at, at Adventures of a Disney Dad. Chip, where can people find you? At Robinson Dad Life. And if you're interested in having me assist you in planning your next Universal or Disney vacation, please feel free to reach out. All the links to get a free quote will be in the show notes. Our services are completely free to you, and we'd love to have you, love to help you plan your next dream vacation, whether it's a cruise like we talked about today or Walt Disney World, Disneyland. We can do it all. If you have a moment and you could follow, subscribe, like, and review the podcast on whatever platform you prefer, we would greatly appreciate the support. We know you have a lot of choices when it comes to content that you consume, and we hope this episode brightened your day and you learned a little bit about such a great brand that our family cares about, the podcast cares about, and we wish you best of luck in the future, Jenny. Can't wait to see where you guys go with everything. So thank you again. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you.